Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 377. What are you looking I'm for? freezing right now. It's freezing. Okay. Air conditioning came on out of nowhere. Okay. Well, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're icing Mike through this episode. But guys, thanks as always for joining us. And we're going to talk today about spine angle. And this is something that we've been learning so much about. And in fact, if you caught our episode last week where we went through the gears system, which was absolutely incredible, the technology of what it measures, we were measuring our spine angle in multiple axes of dimensions within fractions of a percent fractions yeah fractions of percent incredible one of those things that just shows you something you may not realize you may not even be feeling it but it's happening and it's visually right in front of your face so in a lot of ways it it kind of opened our eyes to a mistake that both of us are making. We're going to talk a little bit about what they call reverse spine. We're going to get into that even more uh, because spine angle is something you can cover on multiple episodes. But I think what attracted me the most to this was the fact that um, it, I, I struggle as an amateur golfer. I struggle with inconsistency and inconsistency often leads for me to some frustration, you know, because I'm out there and I'm like, I know I can hit a good shot and I do hit good shots, but once in a while I'll hit a terrible shot. And what is it that's causing that? And you'd be surprised of how much can come down to this fundamental. We talk a lot about fundamentals on the show, right? balance, mm-hmm. uh, rotation, uh, spine angle is really important because the, the your spine is effectively what everything is rotating around. And as you start to change that spine angle, whether it be going front to back or side to side, you are effectively changing the arc that 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 club is swinging and causing issues that you might not realize in your ball striking yeah so we're going to cover some of the basics of it we're going to dive into some more specific stuff because again we want to make sure we have something every episode for all of the different various um uh, listeners we have i know a lot of you guys are at different skill levels so we want to make sure that we're able to to cover a little bit of something for everyone so i'm really excited to dive into this one and again if this is your first episode if you haven't listened to the podcast before we are not professionals we're not instructors we're guys who are just like you working our way through learning this game and when we learn something new and we 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 are fortunate enough to get a lot of opportunities to work with some great coaches mm-hmm. so we're a- always able to learn and be students of the game when we do learn something we like to bring it to you guys here on the show. Yeah, 100%. And this topic is so important. We rarely ever think about it. Um, you know, that little bit of a tilt back. Remember? Yep. On the drive was, you know, one of the tips uh, for my spine and the angle, the way I was attacking the ball. So this is a very, very important topic. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, it can it can change your attack angle. I know you sometimes have too much of a down attack angle. Mm-hmm. So they talked about just that little tilt giving you a little bit more of an upwards motion. There's a little bit of something like it here for everybody. It's, a, it's just scratching the surface of the topic. But we want to at least bring everyone's awareness to it and say, hey, maybe it's something you can relate to. Maybe that's something that you might be struggling with. And it's a good follow up to last week. Um, before we get into that topic, though, just a couple of announcements and different things that are going on around golf is that we want to make you guys aware of because a lot happening right now. That's for sure. Um, one big one is the hat drop. So, guys, I know you guys have been asking for the cross tees hats. They are now live. We will put the link to those in the show notes, uh, as well as if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll put it in the video description, but you can go to golfisticcom slash hat drop. What I will say is we're able to, in this first initial run, just do a, a limited edition run. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
the blue. I know the navy was very, um, a very. A lot of people really were looking for that. That's already sold out. It sold out in a day. So we are working on getting more of those. But this killer black is in there. We've also got an olive color, and we've got the hats like Mike is wearing with the uh, the golficity patch on there in a few different colors. And they're great hats, imperial hats. So yep, they're super comfortable. Yeah, and hopefully mm-hmm. you guys like these uh, as much as we love them, and they put a lot of love into them. So. So yeah, we're see more of those. For big sure. thanks for all the orders, guys. Much appreciate the support. One hundred percent. And other thing we want to highlight. Speaking of lessons, we've been doing a lesson series of videos. Whether you watch us on YouTube, Facebook, or in the Golficity app, uh, we're going to be actually. We just did a great playing lesson with Tom Reynolds at the Ledbetter Academy at Crystal Springs. That should be out just in about a week or two. We've got um, a lesson lined up. I think, I believe at Plainfield, right? Plainfield, Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I'm sure they're all just going to keep rolling in it because we love doing them. We're going to be doing it. Uh, we did the ones at Gears. You're going to see those yep. videos soon. We are going to be doing some lessons at Golf Tech. That's right. Really That's soon. That's right. Yep. Um, and, and a big part of that is, like I said, we want to be able to showcase because you learn so much from there's so many different instructors have so many different takes on the game and gems that are in there that our hope is by bringing you along for the lessons that we're experiencing as the student, there's going to be some stuff that you can relate to, hopefully help you improve in the game. Uh, I think one is definitely going to be this lesson that we did. Uh, We're just putting the finishing touches on the video, but the lesson that we did um, with Tom Reynolds, in fact, we're going to do an entire podcast on just one thing we learned, one important thing, which is reading putts. Yeah. The three piece read. The three piece What a simple you know, an effective method to really dive into your putt and to learn everything about which way it's going to move. Yeah. You know, it was a process and you guys will see it that, you know, it's just something we don't think about, you know, pace of play, just, you know, incorporating that pre-shot routine in your putting. Right. And it was brilliant. And I like when you can apply a methodology so Mm. that that way, again, it leads to consistency by doing the same thing. Like if you approach every putt the same way and you get it drilled into your head that you don't miss it, you'll find you don't miss the method. You're going to miss some putts. Yeah. I can't give you something that's mm-hmm. going to make every putt. That's right. for sure. But if you have that method, you can feel that comfort in it. And you'll find that sometimes when you miss a putt, it's because you forgot to go through that whole read. So this is something. So so stay tuned because we're going to actually do that next week on the podcast. So next week, look for we're going to t- cover the three-piece read, which you'll see visually as well when we release the, uh, the episode, uh, the video. But again, it's all about learning, growing getting better because we enjoy the game more as we continue to progress. Right. But what I find so interesting, Mike, is no matter what lesson we take and no matter who's on the other side of that lesson, so much of it comes back down to fundamentals. Yeah. It's not Mm -hmm. like there's this trick you need. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's this little secret no one knows. It's that there are some core key fundamentals to making an athletic move that you need to make to hit the golf ball the way you want to hit it. Yeah. And it comes down to those fundamentals. Absolutely. I feel like it's, we're getting the same, kind of advice from yeah. each of these coaches but in their different spin on it and but it, it all comes back to that balance rotate yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly and there's and all of these work together spine angle something like that you can't necessarily do without great balance right you can't have great balance if your spine angle is off mm-hmm. you know so it just each one of them is is important but as you start to see the way they all work together it's it's amazing yeah no, you're right. I mean, we learned so much about balance in that gears episode um, that I've just been trying to find every opportunity I can to work on my balance. 
I could be standing there in the kitchen cooking my kids' eggs and you I'll just, just be like, just yeah. kind of getting that field of ground under my feet and like, what's my balance position? Mm-hmm. It's just rehearsing it. It's no different than I, I watch my uh, my young daughter who's seven going through gymnastics right now. And I realize that balance is a learned and practiced skill. You know, we, of course, we have balance. It takes balance to stand on our feet without falling over. Right. But right. balance is something you can improve with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to see an example of that try without any practice to just jump on a skateboard you're probably just gonna <laughs> break your arm you're gonna yeah. fall over but if you do it and do it and do it it almost becomes second nature and your balance improves so i'm watching my, my daughter go through gymnastics and the first couple times she was having so much trouble staying on the beam but now she's there she's balancing on the curb when we walk and she's always you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like that in your golf game too you know you need to put the time and the effort into focusing on these things because at the end of the day, golf, it's a sport that requires that athleticism and balance is a big one of them. Yeah. And you know, it's funny yesterday I went when my daughter had her golf lessons an hour and a half, it's on a range. So of course, what am I going to do? I'm going to hit some balls. Right. Right. So I just, all I do is take my seven iron out of my car. I said, I'm going to work on tempo and balance today. I hit like 50 golf balls with my seven iron. It was like the best practice session I've ever had. Yeah. Because it wasn't like go with a driver, do this. It was just focusing on all those things I want to focus on of rotating, not swaying, trying to take a nice tempo, that Freddie Couples tempo that we always mm-hmm. talk about. And it was like one of the best range sessions ever. Well, I tell you what, ditch the seven iron, bring that pure one out there. I got to. That's what you got to do. I'd love to see you do a whole bucket of balls of pure one and see how you hit afterwards. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I which you guys, that. you'll see. This is this is not in any way sponsored. It's just a it's a practice aid we came across. It's called the Pure One, and you have to see it's laughably small. The head of the golf club is literally the size of the golf ball. So there's no, there's by definition no margin for error. Right. So the whole face is the size of the ball. So you've got to hit the sweet spot and it forces you to be balanced and controlled swing because otherwise it's literally a hosel rocket you know or instant shank yeah instant shank there's 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 only two things that happen with that either hit it or you shank that's it right but you put the work in with that and it it helps so it's an interesting one i'm sure we'll talk about that particular training aid on the show more you know and we let hannah liner Hit it, the driver off the tee, and she croaked it. Yeah, she hit it further than her other driver, (laughs) which just showed you she's just like, when you focus and hone in on really making a controlled swing, but the slightest bit of off balance or mental slip up, Yeah, you'll feel it, you'll see it instantly. It is gone. All right, let's do a a quick word from our sponsors, and then I want to jump into this week's episode where we get to talk about spine angle basics. We're going to talk about what spine angle is, what what it means, how to look into yours, how to determine your spine angle, and what you should be doing to work on uh, always improving that. So there's a lot of of really good stuff in this one. Um, But of course, before we do, thanking our sponsors. Guys, want to thank Titleist. Uh, if you've been on a launch monitor, you know your numbers, you know your ball speeds, carry distance, spin rates. The Titleist AVX can help you improve all of those numbers because it's improved. It's been redesigned with a new larger core, a thinner cover for more speed, increased greenside spin and control, and it's advanced technology to advance your game. Guys, you know, I've been playing the Pro V1, but I'm always kind of working that AVX in. I love it. It's a premium ball that has a nice, soft feel. So especially if you're coming over and you're looking for that soft, soft feel with the performance of a premium ball, you absolutely do yourself a favor. Give the AVX a look. Like I said, the the design that's gone into it has just made a great golf ball 
even better. But you can learn more about the AVX by going to Titleist.com and checking that out. And we even covered it a little bit in some of our own uh, ball fittings that we did. So you can see those I on the, the channel. I love the way that ball feels on the putting green. Oh, yeah. A great feel, yeah. great sound. So much of what we're learning that's, that feel comes mm -hmm. in with sound. It's yep. just got a mm -hmm. great sound off the face. Uh, so again, the AVX is a ball that you've got to give a look to. And I'm so glad they added it to the premium lineup of the Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX. It is, it is just the perfect match for those two. Um, of course, I also want to thank FootJoy, the number one shoe in golf. They offer more types of shoes for more players than anyone else. And what can happen with that? It can be hard sometimes to find the right one for you. So the good news is that FootJoy helps you to get matched up with the number one shoe for your game by going to footjoy.com and checking out the FootJoy shoe finder. Um, really easy to do. Uh, you can do it on your phone. You know, you're just answering a couple of short questions. You find that what they're going to do by asking those questions about how you play, where you play, what comfort you have as far as what type of shoe you're looking for. It's going to guide you through that. And then it's going to pop out a couple of options. It's going to narrow those, those huge wealth of shoe options is mm -hmm. going to narrow them down for you. Um, so whether you like to walk or ride, if you prefer cleated, uh, spikeless, um, if you need narrow, wide, extra wide, they're going to help you guide you through that process with their online shoe finder tool. And they're going to offer you the most style, styles for the most players so you can match up again with the shoe that's right for you. Think about it. Your shoe is part of your equipment. You always want to be matched up. You know, you wouldn't want to have... You don't want to be about, slipping out there. Right. right. And we talk about clubs. You know, we talk about the benefit of fitted clubs. Well, you know, again, balance, rotation requires a nice stable base. You got to have the right shoe for you. So find the number one shoe for you at footjoy.com. Check out the shoe finder. It's footjoy.com slash shoe finder. Do we use that earth for our swing? Yeah, we do. It's where we get a lot of that power, man. We learned about the long drive guys, how how they maximize those ground forces. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You got to have right. a shoe that works with it. You do. And uh, we want to thank ShotScope. Guys, they just recorded 100 million shots. How cool is that? 100 million. And I thought my favorite part of that stat was they said 50 million of those shots came within the last like 12 to 18 months. There you go. It's just taking You know, off. COVID has really changed things in the golf Golf's world. taken off and, and ShotScope's taken and off. Yeah, and absolutely. And ShotScope has taken off. And, you know, they're always improving. And one of the features, uh, I love the firmware updates, you know, with, with certain things. A while ago, they did the, the the quick update where after your drive, you go up to the ball, you could instantly see feed, right the feedback watch. right on your watch of how far that last drive was. So if you catch one and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to load up my stats later and see how far that one went. Well, guess what? You could do it right there. So I love that. And they're always improving. So they're adding strokes gained. Strokes gained. And the which new is interface a great stat. looks awesome. Looks pretty sweet. It's yeah. all right in front of your face. The most important stats are there, but then you can dig. You can yeah. dig into those stats. Yeah. So here's a tech company that's just always staying up with the times, getting more you know creative. I love what they're doing. And if you don't know who they are, if you're new to the show and you're hearing about ShotScope for the first time, they make stat tracking watches like the V3, um, fully GPS watch, you know, front, back, middle, hazards, all that great stuff we want in a GPS device with stat tracking if you're not into the stats you can get the g3 that's only 200 bucks or less than 200 bucks actually and that's just straight up gps and then if you're a rangefinder person they have the pro l1 which we love using yeah we love that pin love lock that vibration slope. Yeah. slope change all that stuff for a very very awesome price of 200 bucks so can i just say that i i earned a shot scope medal the other day that i've been wanting to earn and which one was the this break 80 yep. i earned the break 80 medal now given 
It was on a par 65 course. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that working for me. But hey, there's your hack, you guys. Because we do we do the competitions on Shot Scope, and we've got the Golf Fissy leaderboard, too. So if you want that medal, just go find a par 65. Just go for a par Hey, it's still a pretty good round. What you shoot, 77? I shot 77. I was happy with the round. Dude, it's hard playing dude, that many par threes. Hey, listen, 12 over golf. Yeah, especially par threes. Our mean, par fives, we think, are of our scoring right, holes. Right. Par threes can be difficult. You're happy to get out of there with a par. So I was happy with that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. So guys, don't forget to check out ShotScope. And then lastly, want to thank Golf Tech. Um, the, the deal is still active. I hope there's no confusion for anyone out there. $75 club fitting, $75 swing evaluation. Just go to golftech.com slash golficity. And when you go in, just if there's any confusion, show them that website, you know, Golf Tech Corporate has confirmed that 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 deal is still going, Frank. They're going to keep it going, and it's a great deal. So go check them out. There's 195 locations. We're going to be doing some uh, um, lessons there Mm -hmm. uh, for the YouTube channel pretty soon, uh, within a month or so, as well as a podcast live on-site there pretty soon. So don't forget, guys, check out golftech.com slash golficity. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, let's dive into spine angle here and talk about this a little bit because I think spine angle is another one of those things that some of the the better golfers and instructors will really look at and obsess over. And then some of our newer golfers won't even have heard the term or, or know that term. And what can do is it can lead to, like I said, a lot of inconsistencies. So, one thing, if you're one of our newer golf listeners, uh, first, just bringing your awareness to it, understanding a little bit more about spine angle and what it is, doing a little bit of research. We're going to try to describe it as best we can here in this audio format, but visually it can really help. You can just do a Google image search for spine angle. Look at some of the examples of some of the best golfers and what they do with their spine angle. Um, there's In the article, which we'll link to in the show notes, is a, a great image of uh, Ben Hogan, who just perfectly maintains his spine angle throughout his swing. But essentially what the spine angle is going to be is it's the angle of your spine relative picture. If if there was um, uh, a a line going straight up my back and then as I fold forward, the angle that that creates. So that would be my, my, my spine angle as I lean, you know, pivoting at the hips, leaning towards the ball. But then that angle can also be the spine angle as you lean you know, away from or towards your target. So it moves in different ways. Now, there's not one exact perfect spine angle. It's not like I'm saying everybody should be at a 35 degree <laughs> spine angle or whatever it be, or, or this way should be at a, a 90 or whatever spine angle. No, the more important takeaway here is maintaining your spine angle. And what we're going to talk about here is some of the common flaws that a lot of uh, amateur golfers and actually all golfers, even the best golfers have to you know, check in on their spine angle from time to time. But what you'll find is that it's, again, it's that consistency of maintaining. Again, these are those hot button words you're going to hear a lot of maintaining spine angle or when you get out of your spine angle. Those are the types of things that can cause you to have the the inconsistent ball striking because now Mm -hmm. you're having to deliver Mm -hmm. that, that club at a different, in a different way. So, there's a couple of different ways that you can do. You can have an upright kind of tall stance, which is going to be a flatter swing. You can have others where you're tilting more significantly at the hips, which can lead to more of an upright move. Um, but again, it's not a factor of one necessarily being better than the other. It's right. again, just kind of maintaining it. And how interesting was it, Mike, when we got to see it on gears as we watched in live time, our spine angle changing? Yeah. And I still, to this point, don't understand reverse spine. Okay. Now I need you to explain that. It's just, are we just at some point in our swing, we're just tilted in the wrong direction? Effectively, okay. yeah. So, and I think that 
there was a great way that this was explained to us at the Golf Performance Center. So uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can kind of see me. Otherwise, I'll try to describe it. As a righty golfer, let's say I'm, I'm standing over the ball, and if my spine starts to tilt towards the target, mm-hmm. so I'm a righty, I'm tilting to the left. That's what we call a reverse spine. And I thought a really good way to explain this was picture you had a very heavy medicine ball in your hands. And you want it to, you're, again, a righty. From, for our lefties, just switch this. But you're a righty. You've got a big, heavy medicine ball in your hand, and you want to throw it to your left. Now, if you take your spine and lean it to the left, that is a much weaker position to try to throw from than if your spine is slightly tilted to the right. It's, it's either neutral, kind of 90 degrees straight up, or what's even better, slightly tilted to the right, puts you in a more powerful situation to throw that 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 The weight is ball. back as well. Right. Back. I'm a little bit back, but but I'm, when I but start to lean so this way, you see how this could be hard right. to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, or like if I had a bucket of water and I want to swing it, I'm a little bit this way. So one thing that don't feel bad if you find that you're getting yourself in a little bit of reverse spine because one thing that was really, really driven home to us is how common it is. Yep. We're talking 90 to 95% of all amateur golfers. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a way the body kind of tries to move. But let's say you're taking that big driver swing and as you do, you've got your spine angle that works right to left, right? And let's say you started for, for round numbers. I'm not saying 90 is perfect, but for round numbers, you started at 90 degrees. Now you start to get into this, like, depending, you know, uh, how you want to measure the degrees, six or seven degrees towards the target, because as you're turning, you're also leaning towards the target. And that's what gets you in that reverse spine and actually can hinder your ability to deliver Ah, that ball, like with a lot of power. So that's one way to do it. The other thing is if you're looking more down the line, right? And now we're talking about our spine angle that, that that's created from that forward to back pivot at the hips. This is where whatever that spine angle is at address is what you want to try to maintain. If you, there's two things that can happen, either that spine angle can start to go where you're standing up as you swing mm-hmm. or going down. But as you change that effectively, picture yourself with a big hula hoop around you and that's your swing plane. You're changing that angle as you're moving up or down. So the more important thing is to get that spine angle and just maintain it and just rotate around it. Ah. You know, it's like, like, um, like you think of like a gyroscope or something Mm -hmm, that spins, mm -hmm. right? And you think about that lot, that, that pin that goes through the middle. If that was your spine, it's not going to be very balanced if that's moving in one way or the other, right? Really balanced. And that's rotating around it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of straight up, you know, however it may be. So that's what you want to do. Really the creating that rotational swing is creating a spine angle that stays as constant as possible and kind of swings around it. So. It leads to the question, how do, how do you check your, your spine angle? Well, if you're fortunate enough to get on a system like Gears that measures it to the hundredth of a, of a percent of a, of a degree, mm-hmm. then great. You know, and, and, and you can go back to last week's episode and find out a little bit more about how that works and how you can find a Gears location near you. Um, but otherwise, there's some things that you can kind of do that are much, much, much lower tech. Uh, one thing is looking in a mirror you know, down the line or face on, and you can kind of look and see how your spine is Seems lined simple. up, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. e- easy enough, whether it be right. the spine angle that towards or away from the ball or pivoting at the hips. Uh, another thing you can do is there are so many great resources with like free apps where you can take video recording with your phone and then draw on it. So, and one thing you can do is you can, you can 
take your your video, you can draw your spine angle on there mm-hmm. at at address, and then watch as you go through your swing and see if you maintain that or if you move away from it. Do you stand up? from the ball do you crouch down to the ball are you leaning towards the target away from the target too much but you'll find that as that upper body starts to move around like that i'm doing it drastically here but as that does that you're creating more of a moving target for that swing plane to follow and and make contact with that ball yeah i like consistency is like just staying there as much as you can that's it that's it and it's just like anything else it's like trying to to build the muscle memory of keeping your spine angle intact and i always think of these like you you know i think sprecher has outside of his uh that like round yeah that hoop. big like hula hoop thing yeah is that something that would help train yeah possibly it'll certainly show you if you're changing your, your swing, swing plane, plane. Yeah. effectively that's just a, a, a simulated that, swing plane that's it it's mm. like uh, if you read ben hogan's book how he talked about the pane of glass mm. that you'd stick your head through and, and whatever it's he's showing you a swing plane and and obviously as your spine angle moves around it's going to move that swing plane around a little gotcha, bit right, right so let's talk about some of the common mistakes that a lot of amateur golfers make uh one is standing up during the takeaway. So mm-hmm. now we've done some episodes on this. This has been my biggest key focus in my own swing is, is getting that takeaway right. We all think about impact and, 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 and coming down to the ball, but we don't realize how much of that's set up by just t- doing that right takeaway. And part of the takeaway is not just using, you know, have, making sure that the shoulders turn and all that stuff. It's also making sure that you stay in Another word you'll hear, stay in posture, mm-hmm. stay in spine angle. Well, what'll happen is you get into this nice, you know, stance at address, which is I think still 90% of the battle is is getting the right setup. But once you're set up, you know, you could you could take that picture, you could draw that line, spine angle, looks great. But as soon as you start your motion, you start to stand up, stand up taller. Now, by doing that, you're changing your spine angle. So again, think of the angle like this. This is straight up and down. Here's you at tilt. And as you start to swing, you start to stand up and closing that spine angle down. Right. So maybe you start at 35 and then you go to 30 or whatever it may be. But suddenly, now your body, and again, the swing happens in a second, your body is finding itself in a more upright position. So that club may be laid down a flat position behind you, but as the backswing turns towards the downswing, you have no choice but to dive back down into your stance and make contact with the ball. And as this happens, you know, the club often moves over the tight yeah. top. And what do you get? A slice. You get a slice. And you reminded me of this thing I saw on Instagram yesterday. They, there's Tiger Woods just like when this whole entire swing is like super slow-mo, yeah. his head never moves out of that circle. And as a part of his head, as you're witnessing his spine angle, he's not starting to lean towards the target. Right. He's staying right center frame of that circle and it stays there the whole entire time. That's what I mean about how you can learn from watching some of the best swings. So if you look at your own swing and you're watching yourself and in your swing, as you come back, you're starting to learn, like lean towards the target here. You're putting yourself in like a less powerful position, but also a, a position that effectively your body has to recover. Yeah, from. you have to get back to that. And, and often the only thing, and this is why, why is slice like the most common thing that, that a- amateur golfers deal with? Well, what's the only way to really to recover at that point? You got to come back over the top you bought you put yourself in a position where you have to go over the top so same thing here and this would be more from like a down the line view if you were you were had a nice spine angle and as you start to stand up the only way to recover to come back down is to go over that top so if you are struggling with a slice one thing that you can look at is your spine angle are you standing up too much at takeaway and then another mistake and this is one that hits home with me because it's very common in my my golf swing is standing up at impact 
we've talked about this on the show before, the physics of the golf ball and how it gets up in the air. You're actually hitting down on the ball. So we talked about, um, with most clubs, except for driver, we talked about ball, then earth contact. Right. right? That's how you get that mm -hmm. nice divot. And you want to hit down on the ball. The physics are simple. The ball for a millisecond rides up the face. That's why you've got the grooves, creates that backspin. Backspin is what helps hold that ball in the air and get that ball up. Right. Well, the natural tendency is not to necessarily think through those physics. And if you take somebody the first time they swing a club, then the very natural tendency is to think you need to hit up and lift that ball into the air, mm -hmm. like lift it up instead of, it doesn't feel natural to drive it down like a hammer into the ground and then let that ball just kind of sail up. But that's the way the golf ball and club are designed. So, if you find that you've got your spine angle is good, it's good through takeaway, but then as you're coming back, back, now you start to stand up because you're trying to like subconsciously lift that ball in the air, mm -hmm, you're, mm -hmm. you're changing that spine angle. And, and a lot of players, like I said, they do that because they feel like they need to lift it up. But if you can work on staying down, staying down, and that's where we say like keep your head down, but really a lot of that is just keeping chest and upper body down and in really in maintaining spine. Yeah. And that will help you. If you're somebody who's struggling with making that ball first, then ground contact, look at your spine angle and see if you're one of those people who are, who is losing that spine angle, standing up at impact. Interesting. Yeah. So really interesting. two totally different yeah, things, completely. But, but both of them show you that it's all about maintaining it. Right. And this is something that doesn't by any means go away during the short game. It's just as important to maintain spine angle in your short game. And I would argue that it's one of the better places to learn it. I think anything with golf, start with the shorter shots mm -hmm. and move your way up. Because in reality, the shorter shots should follow a lot of the same motions as a full swing. And mm. that could be a, yeah. its own podcast in of itself. Because again, this is something I was working on with Tom in that Ledbetter uh, lesson is that a lot of times when we get the short game, a lot of us get too much arms and hands. And right. We try to just kind of hit the ball with our arms and our hands, and there's a lot of wrist action that happens. When in reality, you're still, even on a short chip shot or pitch shot, you want to control that. It's so much more controllable by controlling it with, with that shoulder turn and rotation, right? So spine angle is just as involved there. So if you can start, even in your backyard, with a couple of like, quarter shots, half shot, chip shots, whatever it may be, and focus on your sp maintaining your spine angle during that, you can start to work your way up to the full swings and feel like you're really maintaining it. Instead of just saying, okay, and just going out to the, the range and trying to lock in your spine angle for, for a full shot, right. start with those because it will help you with the full swings, but it'll also help you with the short game. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that practicing this is going to help and starting with those short, short shots is probably the way to go. So you just think just like basic chipping pitching yeah i think if you can just go out there and focus on saying not moving your spine angle around mm -hmm. on those short chips and pitch shots you'll start to get the feel for what you need to do with your full swings gotcha now with putting is it just different because of you know some people like to stand over the ball they like well, to bend like a little more. there's going to be different there's spine be angles i still think even in putting maintaining that spine angle mm. as much as possible is still important think about it let's say that same concept let's say you had a, a spine angle you know set at address and as you were putting you started to stand up out of it right and lift up out of it that can create, you know, its own issues. Right. So, so it, no matter where it is, degree-wise, if you could do a Michelle Wee 90-degree putting stance, <laughs> right. it doesn't matter well, as long as you stay it, in that. Right. What if she's a great example because she's so ridiculously 90-degree. Right. What if she started standing up as she was taking her backswing right. or as she was getting to it? It would 
it would be yeah. inconsistent. It's an inconsistent move. Right. So it doesn't matter what angle you're at. Especially it, with putting. 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 You couldn't just, swing a golf club at your nine no. year <laughs> Maybe unless you were playing with kids clubs. Right. right. But yes, no, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's more so maintaining spine angle than having one that's just right for everybody. If there was one that was right for everybody, coaches would talk about it. Like, we got to get you into that yeah. XYZ degree spine. Right. Exactly. You know. Um, but again, really so much of it is about at creating that nice, balanced, stable position that allows you to create that rotation around that. Again, always picture like we're all here compact in our body, but what we don't realize is our club is way out there creating this big arc around us. And it doesn't take more than a few degrees to change, really change the direction of that arc. Yeah. And that can be that difference of coming across the ball in one way or the other, hooks, slices, things like that. And if you really think about it, if you're changing your that spine angle, you know, you're changing that big arc. So the more you can kind of maintain that, the better. I think that, guys, we could do 10 podcasts on yeah, seriously. so much about it. <laughs> yep. But if we can hone in on that one thing of just being aware that some of our swing issues may be caused by spine angle changes, you're already in a position to learn and improve. I love it. Yeah. So give Good it a stuff. look. Yeah. Uh, you know, really kind of focus in on it. Measure it if you can. Use some of those different things that we talked about. Look at your swing. Put in a, another thing you can do with your phone now is you can do like side-by-side -side videos. There's a lot of apps for that. Put your video in slow motion because our phones even are great enough they shoot in slow motion. Do that next to one of the, like a, a pro tour player. I think somebody who's so fundamentally sound, for example, is like Rory McIlroy or, you know, like you saw that tiger swing, put yourself and look at, just focus on mm -hmm. your spine and their spine and, and which way you may be moving that might be causing an inconsistency and it doesn't quite jive with what they're doing. And it might uncover some of the problem you're having. You might find some gold. You might. And when you do start with those short game, work on it and work your way up and you will find that it'll lead to a lot more consistency in your game. Yeah, I like that. Which we all want. Mm. Yep. Which we all want. Yep. So like I said, I'm sure we'll cover more of this in future episodes. We want to touch on it here. Guys, let us know if you're working on your spine angle, if there's a drill or if there's a mindset or something like that that's helped you, let us know. Drop it in the comments. Uh, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or on the Golficity app, drop it in the comments. Uh, otherwise, of course, we've got our Facebook group. It's free. It's for all of our podcast listeners. Just go to Facebook, search the golf podcast or golficity you'll find our group hop in there we love to continue the conversation there so if there's something you've done that's helped you or something you're working with with your spine angle post it there we'll chat about it uh, otherwise you can get to the show notes by going to golficity.com slash episode 377 and we'll be back next week talking about that three-piece read mm -hmm. you don't want to miss that one yeah, so that's a good hit one. subscribe so you don't miss it and we'll see you guys there